Blog Talk Radio. Cat Builder Radio Network. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Good evening. This is Mark Parham. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today. Helping you build a capacity to change your life. As I say every week, helping you to walk in your purpose. The Cat Builder Talk Show is focused on giving you the information you need to make changes in your life. Because information, as you know, is key. With the right information, you can make educated decisions. And tonight, we're going to talk about a few different topics that are facing small business, our community, and just our growth today. Okay? It's going to be a great show. Uh, got a lot of people lined up to come on. Got a very special show tonight. I have Desiree Lee. She's She doesn't know she's been on here back in July 22nd, 2014. She was one of my first guests when I started the show. She's going to be on tonight. She's going to be bringing her tribe on, a tribe of authors that are all getting prepared for a book signing, a group book signing at Microsoft. But before that, we're going to be doing our normal. I got, you know, Ira Royale, he's going to come on talking about credit score versus credit report. And of course, I always have small business news with Martin Pratt. And then I'll be doing a little personal development stuff. But last week, our show was about marketing tools and tactics for small business. I have Miss Isha Edwards. She came on and talked about just great things about how to really use strategies around small business and growing your companies and how to use social media and how to really think about marketing. So if you haven't listened to that show, I want you to go back to catbuildertalk.com and listen to that show and many other great shows trying to help you, you know, walk in your purpose. So if you're looking for something on funding, just put in search on funding. You'll find every show that I've done on funding, but it's a lot of information out there that you can go get. Upcoming events tomorrow night at the Urban League. Tuesday, October 11th. We're still working on the 12-week business plan development series. We had a packed house last week. Over, I don't know, 30 or 40 people showed. Uh, 80 people registered. So if you're interested in it, you can go to www.ulgatl.org and register for this workshop. Something else is coming up, a very important business pitch competition. The deadline has been extended to October 14th for the Push Tech business pitch competition where you can pitch your business and win up to $5,000. So if you go to eventbrite.com, Rainbow Push Peachtree Street Project, look for that at Eventbrite. Register for this event. We're reviewing applications. We want to get you in there. We want you to pitch your business so you can make this money. But as I said, we got a great show coming up for you tonight. I am going to go to break. When I come back, I see my man Iris out there. He's all ready to start his credit talk. And we're going to probably start with him when I come back because 
He's always got a lot of great things to say. So anyway, you listen to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk, real talk, real people, talking about real issues facing small business today. I'll be back in a moment. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Cat Builder Radio Network. Hey, this is Mark Fire. I'm coming back a little James Brown Mind Power because that's exactly what we're bringing to you tonight. Brother Ira, welcome to the show, man. Hey, Mark. How you doing? I'm doing good. Speak up a little bit. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. So you have some information for us tonight about credit. Yeah, again, always want to thank you for allowing me to use this platform to educate and, inspire, and hopefully inspire. Um, one thing that I wanted to go over tonight is a huge myth that um, has been circulating around the credit industry for years. Um, and that myth is that employers um, use your credit score to make hiring decisions. Now, what I want to say is, there's a difference between a credit score and a credit report. Most people say, well, okay, duh, we know that. But you would be surprised how many people use those terms interchangeably. So if an employer pulls your credit report, they do not have access to your credit score, right? So I know a lot of people, you know, they'll stop me, hey, you work for a credit bureau? You know, yeah, well, you must have to have a great credit score. And my immediate response is, no, that's not necessarily true. Um, you know, they definitely look at your report. They look for certain items, certain trends. Um, they look at how you handle your personal finances to kind of correlate that with are you responsible, um, give you a – they try to um, get a sense of, um, you know, if they can trust you with large sums of money because they don't want you stressed out over your own finances, but they do not look at your score. And, um, Mark, I think this is really important because you have so many people out there who won't even apply to jobs simply because of those three numbers, right? Um, again, more of my movement called, you know, death to the score, death to the credit score is you have to get past the score and get, you know, what's 
what's actually driving that number, right? And people, if you see a job that you want to apply for, don't think because you have a 520, you know, or even below that you are automatically X out of that role. Apply for it anyway because they're not looking at your score. They're looking on your report, but a lot of things jump out to them like judgments and not even necessarily bankruptcy so much, but they're just looking for trends and patterns. And if you worked on your credit report and it still might be low, but you're currently in the process of working on it, that means something. Write out a, a letter to them saying, this is my plan to increase, um, you know, take things off of my credit report that are delinquent or um, damaging. But they're not looking at your score. And that's one of the biggest myths that, you know, we have to debunk all, debunk all the time in the, um, in the credit industry. So tell me this. Now you're saying write a letter to your potential employer or do you wait till they oh, bring yeah. it up? Do you wait till they well, bring it up? Or how do you know you if they do pulled it? it? You may not know if they pulled it. They have to notify you. So for them, for for an okay. employer to pull your credit report, um, FCRA regulation, they have to notify you. Okay, good deal. So if you know there's something on, that goes back to you saying, make sure you know what's on your credit report. So if you know there's something okay. on it, you can go ahead and That's right. get in front of it. That's right. Get in front of it, write a letter out, say, you know, this is my plan, my, my short-term and long-term plan. Um, for one, they might not care about it, but it shows you're proactive about addressing, you know, right. um, you know, situations that are going on in your life. So they're like, okay, this, he has a plan. He's actually working on this. It's, it's never a bad thing. Um, but, again, they're not looking at the actual score. Even so, Mark, that when they get – it's not that they're not even looking at the score. They don't get the score. So when I was selling – credit reports to different banks in their HR division, we had a certain type of report that didn't even have um, the credit score on it. No, it okay. didn't reference any type of number, any type of risk score. It was simply the attributes that were on there to make a hiring decision based on your credit history. doesn't even have a score. Okay. All right, man. Good deal. Well, once again, you came and brought the knowledge with you. So how can people catch up to if they want to get more information? Um, check out the website www.creditconcepts and that's with a K www.creditconcepts.com um, and, and just give me a call 404-803-2747 if you want to set up some time um, I do consultations either over the phone or in person I would love to sit on top of you and just help empower you and inspire you that you can change you know, your, your, the directory of your life based on your credit all it starts with a little plan and some education alright my brother thanks a lot man Thank you. Right. That's a little mind power coming from your credit coach, your credit confidence coach. Next, I'm going to bring on Brother Martin Pratt. He's going to bring on talk about a little news. He always has some tidbits information he likes to bring in. Martin, how you doing this evening? I'm blessed. So what goes on with you? <laughs> um, just tired. They had a hackathon this past weekend, and the kids did excellent. They won for uh, the section they were hacking on, the um, MapQuest API. I didn't know MapQuest was actually still around. You know, I thought that Google Maps had just <laughs> put them put them to bed. But MapQuest is still around, and, and the young men hacked the uh, <clears throat> they hacked the app up in 36 hours that uh, to let you know if you're at a concert or a festival. It's too much traffic out there, and, and not have to uh, take a share a sharing ride, share uh, Uber or Lyft 
because there's just too much traffic on that street. So you might have to go to a different street to get your ride. Anywho, I was up for with the kids for 40 hours straight this weekend while wow. I was hacking. So, yeah. Um, I did see something coming across my, my, uh, my wire. It was really interesting because it's something that I don't think that small businesses necessarily do think of uh, in this way. And this article is on the front page of our, uh, of our Facebook fan page, Cat Building Network. How can small businesses do something right for the fall season? <clears throat> and I know that's something you talk about is, one, uh, make sure you're incorporating. But it really, a lot of times, uh, a lot of people don't think about the right way to incorporate. They think about, as the, the young man was talking earlier, it's too, it's, they think of incorporation as too expensive. And I know that if they reach out to the uh, Center for Entrepreneurship, uh, at the Urban League, if they happen to be in one of the 12 cities, um, there is somebody there that can help walk them through. And usually it's, it's $100 or $125. It's not expensive. It's, it's $100. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's one thing. And the second thing I, I, I thought about, you know, really, really interesting is how to diversify beyond the season. So a lot of times, like you walk into Walmart right now and you see – seasonal stuff for uh, Halloween and then you start to see Christmas. But this article brings out like one of the th- issues in this season is obviously allergies changing the season. So it's it's beyond and allergies lead to, you know, colds and colds lead to being sick. So depending upon your small business, looking at more than just the holiday season, but what are some other things you can offer in your small business to help people get ready for the season, <clears throat> whether that's even if we have a, a young man as part of our network, Jonathan uh, Johnson, and helping him might be able to talk about even hiring tutors to teach a wide variety of subjects to get kids prepped for the tests that are coming up. They're not even part mm-hmm. of this season, but part of, you know, uh, the, the first quarter of 2017. So it's really interesting. The last thing you talk about is having a uh, – an inclusive digital strategy. And this one really resonated with me, obviously, because I'm a social media guy, but I did not know that Starbucks had a a Starbucks Twitter account just for the sp- pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> right, exactly. With 114,000 followers. Wow. Um, and so they don't, what, what's happened a lot with large corporations, and this is where small businesses can pivot real easily versus the large businesses. A lot of the large businesses, once they, they're over a campaign, that that social media property or that digital property is dead. And there's, there's all these fans there that you're not doing anything with just because, you know, it's not the season for pumpkin spice latte. But Starbucks doesn't do that. Starbucks keeps it going throughout the year. So when they release this, the pumpkin spice, latte, pumpkin spice latte again, they have an active audience. So even though that audience, you know, might be dead, for most of the year when it's hot, nobody wants to punch this latte. But there are, you know, there's core fans. And that's the thing that's really interesting about having a strategy to look at what are some of your top sellers? Can that be a separate digital uh, social strategy for that top selling product? Can you separate that audience? And can that audience be harvested even in off season so that when it is on season, 
you have a you have a direct sales channel without having to start up again with everything. So take a look at our Facebook page, uh, the Cat Builder Network Facebook page, and the article is, is right there. It's a, a blog from from AdRoll, but it's a really good a really good tip. So I really like it. All right, my brother. Thanks a lot for coming in, and appreciate you as always. And look forward to uh, more news next week. Yes, and I just want to say shout out to uh, we have a new partner, I Love Being Black. They're, they're on Facebook. You can go to I Love Being Black, and they are a 6.5 million Facebook page like. They've been around for a bunch of years, selling good material for Black folks. So check out I Love Being Black on Facebook. All right, we'll do it. Thanks a lot, man. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. And before I let you go, I want to just touch on just a couple things on personal development. You know, five things you must avoid if you want to succeed in business. One, avoid making decisions by committee. You got a big decision you got to make. Stop asking everybody. You can ask a couple people, but the more people you ask, the harder it gets to make a decision. A lot of times people become small business experts that have never run a small business. So make sure the people you ask can really help you. Number two, avoid being that idea-a-day guy or gal. A lot of times I meet with people, every time I meet with them, they have a new idea for business, a new idea for their business. That's not enough. You can't just have an idea. You, you only succeed with the idea because you dedicate your time and effort to establishing whether or not that idea is workable and you can make money with it. So just don't come every day with a new idea. Make sure you check those things out. Number three is avoid breaking the law. I know it sounds like it's tough to do, but it's not. Make sure you know what the laws are, tax laws, every kind of law. If you're in a restaurant, make sure you don't break the law. Make sure you understand what the laws are because, as they say, ignorance is not doesn't work for you. And a lot of times we're very emotional people as entrepreneurs. So I need you to avoid the hot and cold emotional outbursts getting upset, getting quiet, getting upset. Try to keep a steady mind, and the only way you can do that is to know when to relax. you got to find a place where you can go dark. you got to find something you can do that takes you away. All right? So those are my five tips for tonight. I'm going to take another break, and when I come back, I'm going to have Ms. Lee come in, and we're going to get started with all these great authors that are getting ready for the Microsoft book signing November 5th group book signing well she'll explain more about that in a few listen to Mark Parham Cat Builder Talk I'll be back in a moment WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio take one Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay! Read me another one, Dad. This is WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Most of my family... They never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. 
My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, we're going to get started with this conversation with all these great authors this evening. But as usual, I want to set the stage. I'm going to give you a few reasons why everyone should write a book. Number one, it's like therapy. You know, the process of writing a book, you're going to learn about yourself. Pick stories that matter to you. We're going to talk about a lot of this tonight. Why do these people write the books that they wrote? Number two, this is a big one I'm sure we're going to talk about. You're going to learn how much pain you can take. Because writing a book is not a sprint, it's a marathon. It can take you months, if not years. But you got to get in there and hang in there. Number three, yes, you do matter. Whether or not you realize it or not, your life experiences, personality, and worldview give you a unique voice. And sometimes it's unique to just you. Sometimes when you share that voice with the world, you may be surprised at the power of your written word. And the last one, you will live forever. You know, memories are all that's left of us when we leave this earth. A photo on the piano may be reserved for a couple of generations, but your book will live forever, especially in the digital age. And a lot of us are doing digital books now and, you know, things like that. So with that said, I am going to bring on the one and only Miss Desiree Lee. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. I'm having so you, excited. Having you back again. You were here July That's 20th. Right. I had to go look it up. July 22nd, 2014. Right. Oh, man. It's been too long. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was your first time on. You came back on with your daughter another time. and uh, Right. But uh, I'm, a little, I'm, just, I'm a little seasoned now. I'm a little yeah, seasoned. I, I'm just really surprised I didn't have to have my people call your people to get you on the show today, okay? Because I well, know you've you know, been Mark, there. you you have a special place in my heart. You all already right, know all that. Right. All right. All right. So why don't you introduce yourself? I'm talking to you like I know you, but introduce yourself for the people that don't know who you are. Well, you know, I want to say thank you to everyone who is tuning in right now, to everyone who is sharing off this broadcast and just giving me their ears um, for the next um, few minutes here. I greatly appreciate you. Mark, you said it best in your list of things, uh, the reasons why you need to publish a book. Um, And, you know, there's three reasons why people go through stuff. It's either to prevent someone from going in and and facing that pain, um, preventing them from going through that pain or that struggle, um, encouraging someone who might be in the midst of that dark place, and to show people that nothing is impossible I am Desiree Lee. I am a best-selling author. I am a public speaker, and I'm also a philanthropist. 
I'm the number one sought-after self-publishing consultant around the world. I help people publish their books in 24 hours or less via digital ebooks and also printed books and audio books too as well. I'm happy to be on the show and to invite all of my authors in business. You guys are going to have an opportunity to hear from authors who I had a chance to serve um, throughout the whole process of them writing their stories out, from them changing people's lives and making the greatest impact. And it's only together that we can do what we can never do alone. And, Mark, hey, look, you know, we heard from the, the two gentlemen earlier today about credit, and the other gentleman was talking about pouring into our young people this weekend selflessly, 48 hours? Who does that? You know, and that really means a lot to me. And what they, what we are examples of is people serving people. And when you put people before profits, you become more profitable. And you guys are going to get a chance to witness that tonight. So tell me this. You said publish a book in 24 hours. What is, what's that really mean? I can write it and publish it? I mean, come on now. What does that mean? I'm so serious. I'm so serious. Like 24 hours or less, and I'm going to ask each one of them. I'm going to say, how long did it take you to publish your first book? And they're going to tell you from their own mouth how long it took them to publish. How I came up with this 24 hours or less was, from my own experience, remember, you encourage those who might be in that dark place that you weren't once were. Well, for me, I was the biggest procrastinator ever, okay? I had a great idea. I was that girl that had an idea a day, okay? And, you know, I started on an idea, and then another one came up that was greater than the one I had yesterday. And so I kept going and going, and my mom said that. She said, Desiree, you have some great ideas, but I need you to finish one of them. One of our things inside of our group of authors in business is this. When you start with me and you come in and publish your book in 24 hours or less, you have to finish. So my demographic is not a race. It's not an age. It's not a gender. It's a feeling. And so with the 24 hours or less, sometimes I have to give my clients, the people who come in my community, a shot of dopamine. Uh, it's like a drug. It's like, oh, wow, I can, I can do it. Right, and so for them to do it in 24 hours less, it's enough, it's enough drive, enough energy, enough excitement to take them to the next goal because they may not realize it right then and there. They know, but they put it on the back burner because it's their story. But when we alter the perception of 24 hours less and change the perception mm-hmm. mark to let them know, hey, look, there's somebody depending on there. We'd rather give a person a shirt off of our back than worried about when we're going to get our new outfit, right? Okay. And so right, when right, I right. Change, change their perception, um, it, it, they, they're able to publish their books in 24 hours or less. They can write in in 24 hours. If they already have the book wow. written, that's fine. But it's putting their book up for pre-sale, seeing that people, it, it dispels all the illusions that nobody's going to buy their book. Nobody wants to hear their books. They see the sales come in, and that is enough energy, enough dopamine to get them to finish writing it, and that takes three months, six months, uh, two years, <laughs> ten years, in order to pour into the lives of the people they're assigned to to serve. Well, I need some of that dopamine because I've been sitting on my lap my next book. <laughs> okay, so maybe after this, maybe after this tonight, I'll I'll be motivated to go ahead and finish it. But uh, well, I'll tell you what. You want to get started with uh, with the conversations? 
Absolutely, absolutely. So I want to invite your audience to come if you're here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and if you're not in Atlanta, we would like to invite you to come to attend the first ever uh, group book signing at the Microsoft Office Store. Uh, like I said, if you put people before profits, you become more profitable. I'm so proud of each and every one of these authors, and I got a chance to know them personally, um, individually, of the things they, they have accomplished, the stuff they have overcame in order to get to this point right here. And so we're going to do it together. Um, instead of them doing a book signing on their own, we have came together. And on November the 5th at 3 p.m. at the Microsoft Store in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Linux Mall, um, you guys can come and visit dlyinspires.com forward slash AIB Atlanta, and you can get your free tickets. Come and celebrate with us. Um, the first author that I would love to introduce, her name is Anna Lewis. She is in Los Angeles, California. The reason why I'm so proud of this young lady is that, you know, we make excuses that we don't have enough money. Like the gentleman said about your credit, and now you don't want to apply for a job. Uh, we have all these excuses in mind on why we can't start to operate in our purpose. But, you know, you don't know about the people around you who want to pour into you, but they just don't know how. Her parents mm -hmm. came in. Um, she took one of our sessions at the Microsoft store in Los Angeles, and Anna is only 19 years old, Mark. Can you believe that? Wow. She is 19 years old, and we can all imagine what we were doing at 19. What were you doing at 19, Mark? <laughs> uh, this is a live broadcast, so I really can't. <laughs> you asked me offline one day. Right, <laughs> right, right. But you know, you know, Martin, I'm just so proud of her because, mm -hmm. you know, she has this head start, and so she's using the pain that she wants to endure, um, what she's went through in order to pour into the lives of the people. So, Anna Lewis, here she is. Anna, are you there? I am here. Anna, welcome we to the show. Welcome to the hey. show, Anna. <laughs> I am so happy to be a part. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so proud of you, Anna. You just don't know. I'm very, very proud of you. Um, you represent what a lot of people who are probably tuning in right now um, wish we could have done, but you still give us hope that it's never too late to become what we could have been. Hey, Anna, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, uh, of course, my name is Anna Lewis, and I'm 19 years old. I'm from Los Angeles, California, and I am a teen mom and a speaker, and I am just excited right now. But um, I, I got pregnant. I ended up getting pregnant at the age of 14, and I had my son at the age of 15. And uh, I am a pastor's daughter as well. So, you know, a lot of people say, hey, you know, the pastor's daughter is the one who's doing all the dirt. But mm -hmm. you know what? That is true. <laughs> so, um, so I, uh, you know, I face many criticism and, you know, the struggle of becoming a, a parent at a young age. You know, my mom uh, just told me, she said, hey, you know, if, you're, if we're going to do this, we can do this. But, hey, I'm not going to do it for you. So. You know, um, I had to definitely learn. She was like, you know, I'm going to be there to guide you, you know, as you go. 
but hey, you have to, you know, stand on your own two feet as well. So right. I took that and um, I consider it taking lemons and making lemonade with it. So, you know, I'm you all know about what? no excuses. That is amazing, Anna. You know, um, you know, when we talk to teenagers, we think our parents are the, the evil ones, you know, the villain right. in our own stories, you know, Mark? Right. And we mm-hmm. think, like, they're, like, just so against us. But even in the midst of something that a person would deem so horrible, how would you do that? Even in our flaws, our parents are always there. So, it's, you know, let us know about your book. Is that included inside of your book? What's the title of your book? Yes, it definitely is included inside of my book. So the name of my book is called The Stand-Up Teen Mom, A Guide to Becoming a Success. And this book is to encourage, equip uh, teen moms with the tools to gain confidence, break barriers, and exceed expectations, but not only that, to become successful. And um, in this book, I I definitely touch on many different subjects uh, that I went through as a teen mom, uh, from breaking walls of disappointment, uh, from finding who is your support, and getting a plan together for your life, not only your life, but your child's life, because it's not about you anymore. It's about the baby, too. Um, And from there, you know, so yes, we definitely discussed some of the hardships that I went through, but it's not a pity party book. This is right. definitely a no excuse time to execute book. You <clears throat> now, we recognize what we have been through. We recognize the mistakes that we have made, but how do we get out of those mistakes? How do we turn them into positives? Right. And so this is the, the, what this book is for. Well, so tell me this. Tell me this. Is this your first book? This is my first book. It is. So how so how tough was it for you? I mean, um, actually actually it wasn't that tough. Um, like Desiree said, I am a person of procrastination. I will wait to the last minute to get something done. But uh from taking this class and just listening to Miss Desiree, I, I've really taken a lot of things that she says, and it is about finishing. And I know that I wouldn't want my son not to finish what he started either. So I also have to be that example. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was definitely, uh, it wasn't, it was, it was definitely hard, you know, balancing writing the book, still working, and taking care of my son. But mm-hmm. you know, you, you make time for what you really want to do. So if you were going to advise, you're going to give some advice to people about writing a book. What what kind of advice would you give them? I would say go for it. Everyone has a story. No matter who you are, you have some type of story living within you. And I say go for it. Write it down. Get it out there because you never know who's in, who that story can impact. Yeah, I like your no excuse time to execute. I like that. Yes. <laughs> that, is, that is my slogan there. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's right. That's right. So how long did it take you to publish your first book, Anna? I walked in the Microsoft store and took the class. It was about a 90-minute <laughs> class. So I'm going to say about four hours to publish. 
What? Four hours, guys. You see that, Mark? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. crazy. And you know, Anna, if there's any Latinos or if you know any any um, other uh, cultures, she has her book available in Spanish, too, as well. Yes. Anna, do I let you know? Do you speak Spanish? Oh, yes. Ah, unfortunately, unfortunately <laughs> not, but uh, I am definitely taking classes okay. to learn because a lot of our teen moms are of a Latin descent. So okay. uh, I definitely wanted to reach out to them as well. Outstanding. Boy, this is right. quite a story. That's crazy. Like, you never know. <laughs> like, you know, one of my mentors told me, he said, uh, you know, if you want to reach more people or make more money, learn another language. And right. so um, just to hear her growth at 19 years old, uh, to be able to share her story, impact the lives of other people, it's just totally amazing to me. So we're not uh, limiting ourselves to who we can reach, but we're changing the people's lives one book at a time, Mark. All right, Anna. I look forward to meeting you yes. on the fifth. Yes, powerful, powerful, definitely. Powerful, powerful. I'm about to get a copy of that book too. So uh, yes, you uh, are. Yeah, all right. Also, I, I I have a a, a new. Um, I haven't announced it yet, but I'm announcing it here first. There will be a journal out the same day to go along okay. with the book. All right. Good deal. All right, Miss Anna. Thanks a lot for coming yes. out this evening. And I look Thank forward to you. seeing you Thank on November 5th. Yes. All right. And if anyone Thank wants you so to get much, in contact Anna. with me, no problem. And if anyone wants to get in contact with me, I'm on all social media outlets as author Anna L. All right. And all that right, is A A N N A H, the letter L. And you guys, hey, look, if you're tuning in right now, we ask that you continue to share this broadcast out with your friends and family members. If you're tuning in on your website or on your desktop and or on your phone, please share this out. We don't know who um, might need these encouraging words tonight. And, again, if you're here in Atlanta, Georgia, we invite you guys to come to the Microsoft Office store at the Linux Mall on November the 5th. You can also come and purchase your book, get your book autographed, and Absolutely get a chance to meet Anna Lewis from Los Angeles, California. Mark, what do right. we have next? We have Miss Tangela <laughs> is in the queue. She's ready to go. <laughs> Hi, Mark. Hey. All right. Miss Tangela, how are you doing this evening? I am amazing. How are you? All right. We're going to give you some applause there. All right. I was going to say, I got a little squad clapping. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Desiree, you need to introduce her? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Tondula, I so love Tondula. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. She is another author in business. Um, The reason why we say author in business or the name of our community is that is that publishing is not enough. Some people think you can publish a book and you think you're going to make all these sales and change lives and and it's not that it has to be a team effort a community a family of people to come together and Tondula has uh, played an intricate part of the author and business community she is a 
master cosmetologist. I call her the master of color hair. And for her <laughs> to be in business and publish a book, it's not always just a story. It's not always just a testimony. It's also your expertise of what you want to share with the people in order for them to be equipped in order to poison the lives of people. So, Tanzula, coming from Tennessee, welcome, welcome, welcome. I can't wait to meet you on November the 5th. How are you? I am amazing. I'm from Arkansas, not Tennessee, Little Rock. Oh, Arkansas. Yes. <laughs> it is the neighborhood. It is definitely yes. the neighborhood. <laughs> Absolutely. So share a little bit about yourself and how are you, how did you become a master cosmetologist? Um, my story is a little bit different. I am Tundra Curry. I'm born and raised in Arkansas, currently residing in Little Rock. I have been a licensed cosmetologist since 2009, so only six years in, I feel like my story was a lot different than people that are around me. I'm not just your average hairstylist. I've done competitions, fashion shows. I've owned a salon. I mean, I, I use a little bit. I'm real passionate about people. So I've taken my background from the military to being college-educated and now in the beauty industry to kind of revamp my career. But what I noticed is most people see beauticians as just artists and not business owners. And so I've taken my background and my experience to do something different because there's kind of been this celebrity thing with hairstylists now, but there's this competition for likes and, and celebrity status. But when it comes to actually running a legitimate business, I noticed there were some people that were kind of left in limbo that weren't sure what to do. And so I've done, like, mentoring, shadowing programs, webinars, and things like that, but I wanted to take it to another level. And when she says procrastination is key, yeah, I full-blown panicked, published the book, took it off, put it back on, took the second session to actually print it. So now, like, I'm, like, gung-ho because I, I feel like I have a testimony to share. The name of my book, the first one, is entrepreneurial transparency, the testimony of Tanzula Curry. And it's not just for hairstylists, because when I say I've been through it all, I've had salon fires, I've had staff walkouts, I've lost friends, I've gained communities, but it, it, it's something in that having the passion for people and businesses to kind of keep other people encouraged. It's rough. Like, a lot of people see the beauty industry as beauty. It's an ugly side to it, too. I'm sure it is. I'm sure yeah. it is. Oh. Right, right. So what what is one of the chapters inside of your book that someone can walk away with? Like what is one of the chapters that can apply to uh, their lives right now to the people who might be listening? The, my favorite chapter of the book is called Consuming Fire. And it, it's not just geared toward – like, with this book is geared toward dream chases, whether you have a business or not. And I take kind of literal aspects of what I went through in the fire of when it's, when you have nothing and you still have, you know, creative passion to want to still do things with no support, no money. All you have is you, your vision, and your passion, how to kind of stay encouraged to keep moving. And I feel like that's something that's really needed right now. Yeah, I think a lot of times I, I work with a lot of business owners and just staying encouraged and just keep the things moving forward. I think you're absolutely correct uh, that that chapter is probably a chapter is going to be very well received 
when people read that book. (laughs) Yeah, really, because, you know, um, you know, Mark, and I I know you can attest to this, you know, and you too, Tajula, there's times when you're in the pursuit of um, walking in your purpose or chasing your dream that, you know, you have to be okay with being alone sometimes, you know? Right, and right. How how do you function when there's no pat on the back? How do you right. function where there's no cheering and they say good job or you changed my life? Do you stop there? Do you keep going? So, Tantula, how how um, being a first time author and struggling with procrastination at one point in your life and being in entrepreneurship and having all these dreams. How is the the group, the author of business, what does that mean to you? Oh, my God. Like, this is my new family. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) if they know that or not, because when it comes to encouraging, like, not just Desiree. Like, she is our everything, but it's, it's a whole group thing. So it's like, it's like having two trains. If you have a train that you're pushing by yourself, you're only going to get so far. But when you have a train where you have a team behind you, let's talk about momentum, not even just procrastination. But when you have a movement with one common goal of supporting each other and there's no competition, like this is a first time for me. Like I'm one of those people that will literally do whatever for everybody else but I've learned to stop depleting myself. So to be in a group like this mm-hmm. where everybody, has, everyone has their hand on this train to push it forward, like, I cannot wait for November the 5th. Like, oh, you wow. guys have no clue. I mean, that's so I important. So yeah, entrepreneurs do feel like they're out there by themselves. So to have somebody out there pushing with you, that's mm-hmm. that's a new that's a whole new concept there. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, he started right, something. Right, right, Mark. And you know that's that was my goal because you know when creating authors in business, you know that was my goal because you, Mark, play an intricate part of where I'm at right now. Mark, you are witnessing the harvest from a seed planet. Remember, wow. Mark, when I first came yeah. to you and yeah. I was yeah. like. I'm serious, Mark. Remember I said I got an idea when I first published my first book? And, right. you know, it's growing. And you never know who you inspire. That one, you can do it. That one, I believe in you. Or remember, Mark, I had a whole list of all these ideas. And you looked at me crazy in the office. She was like, look, which one are we going to do first, Seth, right? She like, Right. And then to have, you know, Mr. Dan, you know, to have nothing and then to come out and to be able to pour into other people the same way you guys poured into me. I realized that it wasn't just me pushing that train. I realized that everybody played an intricate part in some point of my life to get to where I'm at right now. And to create a group where they understand the importance of, moving together, working together, where it's, hey, look, when you win, Tondula, we win. When you sell a book, we all sell the book. And it's a beautiful thing to have 15 authors join us on November the 5th to come together to not just share what we've been through but how we overcame and to be that light that it's able to other communities, 
that yes, right. we all can work together. Yeah, I'm this so is bigger than just. This this is bigger than just writing books. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. This it is. is. About, this it is really about working is. together. It really is. It really is, and it's just a beautiful thing. It's just a really beautiful thing. So, Tantula, how can we purchase your book? How can we connect with you? We know you're in Arkansas, but somebody else might be in entrepreneurship, and they're saying, hey, how can I get this book, Tanjula? How can I, you know, go to the next level in my entrepreneur goals? Um, the best way to reach me is my website is tanjulacurry.com, T-O-N-G-E-L-A-C-U-R-R-Y.com. On all social media handles, it's the same thing. My first and last name, TondaLaCray.com. And I'm just, I'm looking forward to, like, the next phase of this movement. Like, <laughs> how many other people, you know how they say you lose nothing from your candle by lighting another? Like, I'm just saying, of course, you go. Oh, I like that. I like, say that say one more time. Again, say that one more again. One more again. I, I can't remember it word for word, but it's your, you lose nothing from your candle to light another candle. There you go. Because a lot like of people that. are afraid to, to, to lose their light out of fear of somebody else shining, but there's no such thing. Like, you're you're passing a torch. That's right. That's right. All right, Ms. Tanzula, thank you for coming out. All right, thank you for having me. All right, okay. Boy, I can't you got wait quite to see a crew. What's so that, you got, Mark? You got quite a crew. Well, we ain't got to all of them yet, but we are going to get oh to the only. <laughs> next, we're going to get to the, the only man in this parade here. So, uh, you no, know, he's not the only one. It's really fifteen uh, authors, uh, okay. but he's not the only one. He's not by all himself. Right. All right, well, you can bring him in. He's on the line now. (laughs) What's going on, Mark A. Jackson? Hello, D. Lee. Hello, Mark. How's everybody? Going good, going good. Awesome. Hey, Mark, I love your first name. You just spelled it wrong. (laughs) <laughs> well, that, you, you have to talk to my mom and them about that. So, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mark Jackson um, was, you know, one of my friends on Periscope. It's a live streaming app where you get to meet people all over the world. And I remember Mark always coming in saying, hey, Desiree, I'm going to take your class, and hey, I'm going to write my book. Every time he came in, I'm like, look, Mark, I'm going to block you if you ain't going to write this book. Don't keep coming up in the library. you going to write this book, and you ain't came to class yet. But I love his persistence. You know, he is a networking guru. This guy has his own KISS, and I'm going to let him explain it, but it's KISS Mentoring Program. This guy is an expert in the MLM, and what I really admire about people who come in is when they say they're going to do something, they do it. Um, That's what I really admire about Mark. And so he's one of our AIBs, one of our authors in business, too, as well. You guys are going to get a chance to see him here in Atlanta, Georgia, all the way from Charlotte, North Carolina, Mr. Mark A. Jackson, what's up, Mark? Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm actually in Fayetteville, but that's you're not far off. That's okay. 
<laughs> yes, I'm in Fayetteville, North Carolina, but um, I, I definitely want to give it back to D. Lee because I was basically just kind of building up that trust because I was actually going to go with another publishing company. And a friend of mine, you know, had referred someone to me, but I something about D. Lee that was just drawing me to her, and I couldn't figure out what it was. Uh, because I really had no intention of, you know, being a self-published author. But uh, the trust got built up, and I said, you know what, I'm going to go this route instead of the other route. And so I, I, I'm glad I did, and thank you so much for uh, mentoring me. Oh, it's my pleasure, Mark. I'm so proud of you. So tell us a little bit about your book and the Kids Mentoring Program. I'm quite sure people are thinking it's something about dating. <laughs> yeah, everybody everybody thinks, yeah, because I go by the KISS coach. I brand myself as the KISS coach, and so everybody says, oh, you teach people how to KISS. I said, no. Uh, but what KISS stands for is keeping it super simple. And uh, and if you know anything about direct sales network marketing or MLM, you know, everybody talks about keeping it super simple. And But in my 30-plus years in the industry, they talk about it, but I notice a lot of people don't really do it. And so I, I just started – just observing a lot of crazy things going on in the industry. And I've had some successes. Uh, I've never reached that super or what I like to call intergalactic double ruby, triple diamond, senior vice president, regional director <laughs> position. But I've always made, you know, I've always done pretty well. I've earned the luxury cars and so forth. But most people would never even, you know, get any kind of financial relief income, which is an extra $500 a month residually. And so that's what inspired me to write the book, uh, when I started my KISS mentoring program on February the 1st of this year, some of my ment- uh, students in my course kept saying, Mark, you gotta, you got to get this thing out there. you got to tell everybody because they were getting results, they were loving it, and they were uh, hearing things that they weren't taught from stage. And, and that's the subtitle of my book, What You're Not Taught From Stage. And so uh, I, I decided to go ahead on and write the book after watching Desiree's Periscopes, and it really has just opened up a lot of doors. And and in the book, Desiree said, you know, don't try to tell everything you know. You've been in the industry over 30 years. Don't don't try to write a thousand page book. She said, give <laughs> right, them three. Right, right. You know, she said, just give them three, four, five things that they need to know and write short books. So I, I, I thought about all the things, Mark, that I've been through, what I've seen building teams of thousands of people in different countries. I said, what if someone asked me, what are the top five things? What's the first five things I need to know before I start working with Mary Kay or before I start selling Avon or before I do Amway or Ghana or whatever company? And those five things are what I put in this first short book. So uh, I call it 77 pages of wow because everybody that reads it says, I wish I'd have known. Yeah, they say, I wish I'd have known this when I first got started. Wow. So I'm really excited about it. And the book is the business card. Wow. <laughs> I think a lot of people, you know, I, I think you're so right about that because one of the things that happens when entrepreneurs start a business, they may be good at making cookies, but they don't know how to sell cookies. Okay. Right. They've been pretty much giving them away to their friends and family. So it's a total different thing. You have to get out there and start marketing and sales. So it sounds like your book should be like a number one book that everybody should be getting to understand. It's not just Avon. It's like it's just selling your own products and services. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've got a gentleman that um, I, 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 we met on Periscope. He actually makes bracelets. And so he's not even into network marketing, but he actually purchased one of my books. And he says, man, I'm not in MLM, but I can use this stuff in my regular, you know, small business. Mm-hmm. So I said, absolutely, yeah. Wow. 
That's and amazing. That's amazing because, you know, when I started business, you know this, Mark, and I'm quite sure you get this a lot of times. People will tell you what to do, but there's not so many people will tell you actually how to do it. Mm-hmm. And what I really appreciate about Mark's book and what he does and is keeping it simple, um, keeping it very, very extremely simple because we, again, we have these illusions that we need $10,000. We need to, we need to have this extraordinary website in order to start, but it's, you can still make an impact by keeping it very simple, doing the best you can with what you have and getting straight to the point. And that's what our authors in business are about. You know, it's not just publishing a book Mark's telling you about. He's like, hey, look, I'm going to publish this book, but I'm going to tell as many people as possible how to retain their customers, how to network, how to really grow your business. And even if you're not in Avon or, you know, different MLM um, companies, you can still use his book, um, The Kiss Mentoring Coach, a marketing network book as one of your go-to books before you ever get started in entrepreneurship. What do you think about that? I think I I need to start using that book at the beginning of my training (laughs) to do the Urban League. So, Mark, we might need to talk. Right. You know, we might need to talk. (laughs) Right. And, you know, anybody, anybody who's listening to this broadcast right now, we think that we need this, thousand page book, five hundred page book or whatnot in order to get our message across. You know, with uh live streaming, with videos, with all this other kind of stuff, you know, hey look, people want you to get straight to the point. People's um attention span has been, you know, uh decreased by, yeah. you know, fifteen seconds maybe. But mm-hmm. if you can put five tips in a book that renders them the results. You heard Mark, he said, Hey look they read this book and they get results instantly. And that means it's a book that tells you how to do it. It just doesn't t- talk to you about the problem or what you should do. It tells you actual steps of what to do. And I'm so happy to have him at the Microsoft store here in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm looking forward I'm to it. Really I'm excited. absolutely looking forward yeah. to it. I want to get my website if I can, if anybody wants to absolutely. check it out. It's, uh, and, and you'll see my website is very, very simple. I think uh, D. Lee was on it the other day. It's very simple and basic because I want to keep that concept running through everything. But it's marktheprojackson.com. Very, very simple. Marktheprojackson.com. And uh, and you or you can email me at thekisscoach at markthaprojects dot com. You might still the need to write that book coach. on dating. Yeah, you may still need to switch over to the dating. But you know what though? You know what though? You know, even with a and and with a business, you are dating your business. Like yeah. you know, yeah. that yeah. keep a good marriage, you have to always right. date. Right, 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 right. Always right. courting them. Always courting them. All right, yep. I'll go for that. Always I'll go for that. You can do right. that. That sounds like your second book, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. Thanks for coming out, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so Appreciate much, Mark. Appreciate it. All right. Wow. Boy, you got some. I'm learning a whole lot here. I, I it's, uh, <laughs> it's a whole lot going on. Well, your next author is Miss Melissa Ruth. Melissa, welcome to the show. 
Hi, Mark. Hi, Desiree. Good to see you guys. Hey. Good to be here. Hey. <laughs> What's up, Melissa? Well, I know hey. I'm her city wrong. Melissa Ruth comes <laughs> all the way from Houston, Texas, the big Houston, Texas. I'm so proud of Melissa. Melissa came through um, through one of her friends, Myra Scepter, and you guys are going to get a chance to hear from Myra later on in the show. But Melissa, she has a different um, message that she shares with the inside of her book. And if you guys are tuning in right now, please feel free to share out this broadcast. Um, if you're listening to this on your phone, please text your friends. Um, send out your Facebook messages, too, as well. Go on the broadcast of the Cat Builder Network um, talk show and share this out with your people because you never know who um, might be in need of this message. You know what, Melissa? I'm so proud of you. And Melissa is a person that is not afraid to ask a question. I always tell people, never be afraid to ask. All they can say is yes or no. Melissa, do us a favor and introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, so Desiree is wondering why in the world she lets me message her so often. <laughs> anyway, uh, so a little bit about me. I, I am a hard-of-hearing mom of three children. Um, two are almost grown and out of the house. We have moved over 20 times in the last 22 years. Figure that one out for a minute. It was lots of fun. All over the U.S. I've gotten to meet lots of wonderful people. But, you know, People talk about living from paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, we weren't there. We were from disaster to disaster with very few paychecks in between. (laughs) And and I know a lot of people have experienced that, but I finally figured out I needed to stop expecting my husband to figure out how to provide for all of our needs, you know, because we're in a battle, right? We're in a battle of life to survive and to function and to share with other people our experiences. And I realized I needed to be in the battle with him. I mean, sometimes you hear people talk about getting in the boat, right? We're both in the same boat. We need to go the same way. And uh, so, so I, I found a way to do that, and I put myself through college. I got my bachelor's, my MBA, and I'm now a software consultant and author, uh, soon-to-be speaker, and a direct sales extraordinaire. That's me. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. And what's the title of your book, Melissa? Um, it is uh, Choose Your Viking. It's a series called uh, My Viking is Not Your Prince Charming. Ooh. Uh, ooh. <laughs> okay. I know. Ooh. <laughs> what do you mean, my, your Viking is not my Prince Charming? So many mm-hmm. times we grow up as young girls and we're looking at the Disney movies and we're looking at what our parents are going through and we're thinking we're going to get this Prince Charming on a white horse, a picket fence with a dog. What do you mean about that? What do you mean that your Viking is not my Prince Charming? What's up with that? You know, uh, I get asked that question a lot and I think the, the most important part of that is we we as young girls, especially uh, for me, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s, we have this vision um, that this prince is going to ride in on a white horse. He's going to sweep us off our feet, take us out, and put us in that castle, and everything is going to be handed for handled to us. Um, so, you know, we'll have a cook. We'll have any kind of outfit we want. We'll go shopping whenever we want. You know, all these things. And, and the real-life story is that's just not always the case and we have to be willing to join 
join together in, in a battle. I was talking to a pastor yesterday, and he was saying, so often we think, oh, he completes me. You know, we're getting married because we're so good together. But there's a lot of times when we're not. And we have to find a way to remember we're in the battle together and not against each other. Right. Wow. Right. Wow, Mark, right. right. That was like the icing on the cake, right? Right. Right, it's like the real hard truth. Yeah, it is real hard truth. And a lot of people don't seem to recognize that any longer. Um, So, is this your first book? It is my first book. It's it's been in the making for years, but never could sit down to write it. get anywhere with it. And Desiree and Myra pushed me to get it done. I did it. So. <laughs> wow. If they pushed you or they got to you and you did this, I got to, I'm going to have to sign up for this thing. Because <laughs> 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 I think this show is about me tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get so well, many is- friendly reminders, Mark. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm so proud of Melissa right. because what she said was, Hey, look, Desiree and Myra pushed me. That means, you know what that means? And it's not just us, it's her husband, too. Her husband, too, her Viking. And so, you know, what she's saying really beneath the whole surface of everything is, I didn't do it by myself. I didn't do it by myself. You know, and I had to have a team in order to push me into my greater because, so many people are under the under the illusion of having the Prince Charming. And her testimony, her story is going to say, you know what? If you have a Viking, you're going to have to fight for your marriage. You're going to have to fight for your relationship. Wow. And you're going to have to do it together. And it's okay. It's not a bad thing that you guys are in this battle of life together. Um it's yep. really not a bad thing. So I'm so happy that she's flying out all the way from Houston, Texas, to come and join us at the Microsoft Group Book signing here in Atlanta, Georgia. Melissa, you know, what will be, like, one of the tips you would give for someone who is looking for Prince Charming? Wow. Um, you know, I think it's really important we're looking for someone to come out of nowhere, and I think we really need to look uh, next to us and look for those those people who are standing next to us and joining wow. us in, in what we're doing and going our direction. Uh, really the biggest. Melissa, you might need you a radio show. We need to talk, okay? <laughs> you, just <bring> it down. <laughs> you just breaking it down real simple here. Look next to you. Stop looking all around. <laughs> Right. It's, wow. it's really right. been fun. Right. I'm glad to help. So how do we find your book, Melissa? Oh, and, uh, if, uh, if you want to find me, MelissaRuth.net is my uh, domain name. So meet me there. All right. Absolutely. So, right. Uh, Melissa, my last question to you is, you know, what is author in business for you? And why should somebody come to you? Um, Atlanta, Georgia, to the book signing to come and get a copy of your book? Well, I think authors and business, to me, uh, it's easy uh, for me to think that I know or I can figure it out on my own. There's websites galore. 
Um, but what Authors and Businesses does for me is it changes my mindset and gives me the, the right answers. Uh, someone said once, just because people are giving information out for free doesn't mean you need to take it. Well, the same is true for the right information. You have to make sure you're getting the right information so that things happen the way they're supposed to. So for me, it's the right information at the right time. And uh, and for the the book signing, I think the big thing there is you're going to get to not only meet each of these authors and hear a little of their story, you know, the chance to get the autographed copy. Um, I think all of those things are going to be just, it's going to be an amazing time. Yes, it is. Again, well, you heard from Melissa Ruth yourself from Houston, Texas. Make sure you guys go to Melissa Ruth. It's two S's, not two L's, guys. I just want to, I just want to clear that out, okay? Mm-hmm. Not two L's. It's two S's, Melissa Ruth. Dot net. So make sure you guys get. Hey, look, my Viking is not your Prince Charming on Amazon.com. Connect with her if you would like to invite her to one of your events. Um, in your area to share why it's important to fight together and not alone. Make sure you guys are sharing this broadcast out, the Cat Builder Talk radio show with Mark Parham and your um, special guest here, Desiree Lee. Share this out with your friends and followers because you never know who their message is for and um, who might need this at this important time. Who do we have coming up next, Mark? We got the lady that was pushing Melissa, Miss Myra Scepter. <laughs> hey there, hey there, hey there, everybody. I'm loving these applause. This is exciting. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Miss Myra J. Scepter? I am yes. so happy to introduce this lady. She has became a good friend of mine, um, Myra. She is from also. She's also from Houston, Texas, too, as well. She has published her book, Stepping Outside of the Fog. Um, she is also one of our facilitators. Mark, I'm just so happy when we were talking about um, earlier about how to franchise, how to um, stretch out your brand, how to change more lives, you know, hey, look, Mark, you know, with my story, I know I can reach a lot of people, man, but right. I said, you know what, if I help more people reach more people, then I reach more people, you know, right. and so Myra is really helping me do that, and she's bringing more people to the author and business community. Myra, we are happy to have you here in Atlanta, Georgia, on November the 5th at the Microsoft Group Book Signing. Tell the people who are tuning in right now a little bit about yourself and the title of your book. Oh, man. First of all, I am so excited. Like, this is amazing. This whole thing is amazing. Um, Who am I? I am a clarity strategist coach, um, a mental health advocate, a licensed minister. I do 7 million and 800 other things. But those are, I guess, the top of the list. Um, <laughs> so I, my, my coaching company is called Press to Be Powerful Beyond Measure. And um, a little bit about me, basically what I do is I work with multitaskers, multi-passionate people, folks that have all this noise going on in their head to help them quiet that and embrace their epiphanies 
so they can get connected with who they are, get connected with their purpose, and learn how to connect authentically with other people. Um, so that that's where I am. Now, the book, Stepping Out of the Fog, where that came from was I went through about a five-year period of severe depression and didn't know it. Didn't know it. Didn't know that's what was going on with me. Wow. Um, and a lot of a lot of people have that exact same story. Um, my situation was that I, you know, I look back now, and I was smiling. I was always a happy person, always poly positivity, always uplifting and empowering people. That was what I did from a very early age. I look back at the pictures of myself during that time where I know I was depressed. And I'm like, wow, look at that mask. Like, she had this megawatt smile, but it was painted on. It wasn't real. It wasn't genuine. That's not how she felt. But I didn't understand that. I I had no idea. You know, I just knew that I wasn't happy, but I couldn't put my finger on what that meant. Um, People around me thought that my lack of drive was just laziness. There was nobody that could put a ladder down and say, climb out of this fog. Nobody that could put their hand down and say, let me help you up. Nobody that could blow a fresh wind, nothing, because they didn't understand it either. So where I am now and the reason for the book is that we've got to break, first of all, the stigma of depression and mental health issues. It's not. It can't continue to be, oh, that's just my crazy, you know, person over there or don't let anybody know you feel like this because they're going to say you're crazy. We've got to be able to start talking about it so we can get help. Hmm. Right, right. So what made you all of a sudden realize that, you know, what was the aha moment? Did it take you to realize that? My aha moment was one morning I'd moved to, I moved from, um, Austin to Houston. I was staying at my sister's house, and I'm laying in the bed. Hadn't been out of the room in about two, three days. Needed to go to the bathroom, which was across the hall. And, you know, I don't know if everybody's ever watched that Jurassic Park movie where I think it was the first one or second one, the lady is sitting in the Jeep, and the, the uh, dinosaur is running towards her, and she's telling herself audibly, run. That was me one particular morning. I'm laying in the bed, and I'm telling myself, get up, walk. You have to go to the bathroom, fool. And it clicked. Why are you having to say this to yourself? Like, that that's a normal thing to get up and go do. But when you literally feel like, I just don't want to move anymore. I don't want to get up anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm I'm sick of all of this, then it was like, okay, you know what? This isn't your life. This isn't who you were created to be. You've got got to get up. (laughs) You've got to get up. And so from that point, I started utilizing the tools that I already had, you know, the the things that I already knew. And I, I literally started praying. I was like, okay, God, look here. we this, we got to do this a little differently now. But what I understood was I couldn't stop there. A lot of people I've heard over time, you know, oh, just pray about it, just pray about it. But where does the work begin? You know, faith without works is dead. 
that's what it is, you know. And so when I literally started moving and utilizing my tools, then great things started happening. Clarity started coming forward. That's when I became a certified life coach. That's when I really started putting into practice the tools that I needed and then understanding that I could reach back. I could be that ladder. I could be that fresh wow. for other people. And so that the book is about getting that conversation started. As I advocate mm-hmm. now, um, I hear people talking about mental health professionals and medical professionals and how those people need to be better aware. And I'm like, you know what? No one is getting to those medical professionals if their family doesn't get them there. So gotcha. we got to start. We got to start these conversations. So that's really what this book is about: is getting the conversation started so that we all have the tools to not just identify it, but get through it. Right. Right. Speechless. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have not a one. Okay, because I Whatever. recognize that. No, I just think that it's so important that you have to start having a conversation with yourself. Is right. what this is all about, right. and, and that's a conversation that most people are afraid to have. They don't want to have that right. conversation. You know, right. that's the first person you need to talk with is who talk to yourself and figure out what's going on, and then you know be brave enough to bring it out into the open. So um, I applaud yeah. you in the, in the book. Oh, man. So how uh, how long, is this your first book? Yes, this is my first book. This is my first book. Um, I, I found Desiree on Periscope, I think like most of us did, and um, she just was talking about all this book stuff, and I was like, you know, I've been talking about a book for a million years, but never really pushed the button on it. And then, you know, like she was saying earlier, you know, killing this procrastination, getting past the things that were holding you back. Why are you not writing this book? Oh, well, I don't know the process. So she was like, here's the process. Okay, now why are you not writing this book? Well, I don't know what I want to say. Yeah, you do. Okay, so so what's in You know, Desiree has this way of um, making you stop lying to yourself and stop creating excuses for yourself. Right. No excuses, right on. <laughs> so, so she's, she's like, okay, let's get it, let's go. What do you? What's the problem? <laughs> You're like nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about, Mark. You know? Yeah, yes, I, yes, I got a good idea. <laughs> I yes, got a good yeah. idea. <laughs> if because you know why? Saying it, because, it must be true. <laughs> Because you know what's really important because she does it to herself too, right? So, right. You know, so is why she's able to do what she's doing. So, all righty, outstanding. I guess you know what? I guess I got a lot of books to read because I'm gonna. Be, I don't, yeah. I don't Seriously, I mean, Myra is that clarity coach. I mean, clarity in relationships, clarity in parenting, clarity in business. Clarity and everything because, like she said, stepping outside of the fog, you know, when you think of a, a, a realistic fog, right, and you're, you might be driving on the expressway, 
some people think that you can cut through the fog, you know, driving through with having your bright lights cut cut on. That's the bad thing, bad way to drive through the piece of fog. But if you blow through the fog, if you push the fog, um, you're able to see that much clearly. And to have someone or to have a coach that experienced that same thing that you might be experiencing if you're listening to us right now, it, it, it makes it that much greater because, like she said, she said, hey, look, we have to get outside of thinking that people are going to think we're crazy. Well, she thought that, she, you know, hey, she went through depression, and people, I'm quite sure she faced that too as well. And we have to stop thinking that people are going to judge us. But wouldn't it feel a little bit more comforting if you talk to somebody who went through that same or had that right. same fog around them? Right. Um, it, it just means that much more because you're not speaking for someone who was clinically um, educated about what's going right. on, but somebody who lived it. And so, again, guys, go to Amazon.com and get Stepping Outside the Fog from Myra J. Scepter. Also, you have an opportunity to meet her directly all the way from Houston, Texas, here in Atlanta, Georgia, on November the 5th. If you want to get it's a free event. It's definitely a free event. Make sure you guys are going to dleeinspires.com forward slash AIB Atlanta. dleeinspires.com forward slash AIB Atlanta. Connect with Myra. She has Tea Time Tuesdays um, to where you can get clarity in your situation. I think the most critical thing, Mark, is this when we go in business. Yeah, we can have all these great ideas, but if you don't know what you want, if you're not right. clear as to what you want, then yes. you're operating. It doesn't matter. Right. 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 It doesn't matter, yeah. And I'm Myra right. J. Scepter on all platforms, all over the uh-huh. place. All right. All right, Myra. Thanks for coming out tonight. Thank you so much. Have a great all night, right. you guys. Okay. Boy, boy. <laughs> I feel like I'm having a whole uh, counseling session myself this evening. So, uh, <laughs> uh, man, oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Where did she go? Uh, here, Miss Tanya. All right. Miss Tanya Quarterman. Yeah. Hello. Hey, what's going on, Tanya? Hi, Mark. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Good to see you, Tanya, here on the Cat Builder Network talk show. If you guys are tuning in right now, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, or if anything that we're saying to you guys right now is resonating with you, please feel free to call in at 267 Five two one zero one five zero. All right. So, Miss Tanya, I need you to introduce yourself. You need me to introduce myself. My name mm-hmm. is Tanya Quarterman, author, entrepreneur, business consultant. I'm also in direct sales and MLM with some fabulous fashion jewelry, and the author of the book, The X Con Factor. You did your time. Now what? Journey from DOC to CEO. Anything oh, okay. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think I think that's enough. Yeah. You know what, Mark? You know what? I you know, I pushed Tanya, you know, to write her book. We met last year, maybe around December or so, two thousand and fifteen and I'm really proud of her because not only did she was she able to publish her book in 24 hours or less, but she's also published her book in print, too, as well. And she's joining us for the Microsoft Group book signing here in Atlanta, Georgia. She's calling from Florida, but what she does not know, and I'm going to let her know right now, is that I pushed her to publish this book because that book is what I needed when I was in my dark place, the XCOM factor. You did your time, now what? For people who are tuning in, maybe hearing my story for the first time, you know, coming from being 17 years old, two weeks after graduating from high school, found myself on the other side of the law. I was facing 135 years in prison. to spending four years in prison here in the state of Georgia, when I got out, I did my time, and I, I had that question, now what? I quickly found out that I couldn't get an apartment, I couldn't go to school, I couldn't get a job. What was I supposed to do with my life? I didn't want to um, commit another crime. But what, I know I'm not the only person going through this. How I wish I came across her book, the XCOM factor, you did your time, now what? You know, what am I supposed to do with my life? And I want Tanya to explain why she wrote this book, who is it for, and why people should come to the event here in Atlanta. Tanya? Okay, because I understand how easy and attractive it is to just get sucked back into doing the wrong thing. And worse, when most people won't even give you a second chance. Mm-hmm. So all these years since I've been home, I, I've been, like, living the now what, going through the process and doing all the things, shifting my mindset and messing up, you know, through the process as well and finding out, you know, what to do, the now what, because, I, I mean, I've been home, like, 20 years now. So I guess I, somebody had to go through the whole process so that I could share the now what. For all those things, when people won't give you a job, you can't find somewhere to live, there, there's a factor. Yes, there's a factor, but there are no excuses. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So what, your book... What was the other question you said? Well, I, I have a question. You know, so your book kind of helps people understand what they need to do to change that paradigm then? Yes. Yes. Wow. So what chapter, do you, mm-hmm. what chapter do you think inside of your book? Because, you know, I mean, this resonates with so much to me because people will tell you, stay out of trouble, do good, go to church. And I'm not saying that stuff doesn't work, but I felt myself in a dark place to where I refused to go back to prison to where I wanted to commit suicide. That was my only option. And what her book, The X-Comp Factor, You Did Your Time, Now What? 
it offers another option. You know what I mean? Like that 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 last option. It's like, hey, look, you did your time. Now what? Here are some things that you can definitely do to change the paradigm, the paradigm of your life, your perspective, and how just to shift to change your whole perception of what happened to you. Tanya, what is like that chapter that will help that person? Maybe there's somebody who's listening who's not in prison, but they have a family member that is. Why should they get that book for that family member? It well, there there are actually a couple of chapters. There's mindset reset. It basically tells you about you know you're working in there for them for free, and some people get out and want to go back and do the same thing. It's about shifting your mindset on that. Some people that there's another chapter about prison was easier that. Some people just don't want to do what it takes on the outside, so they go back to prison. They just continue to do the wrong thing and see if they don't get as much time next time. And I'm sure a lot of people know people like that. And I also have a chapter on spending versus investing where I talk about instead of spending your time in there, that's the only time you're going to have a chance to um, dedicate that much time to yourself without any responsibility. So the fact that you messed up or whatever, just let's move forward. What are you going to do with this time that you have? Are you going to spend it in there or are you going to invest it in there? Or, or what are you going to do to better yourself while you're in there? Wow. So prepare yourself when you get wow. Outstanding. Mark, you, see, you see your harvest, Mark. Yes. Yeah, you guys are now listening or tuning in or following the Cat Builder network talk show you should if you have not hired mark to be your mentor you should because what you guys are tuning into and yes you're listening to all these authors but this is from a seed that mark parham has planted in me to be able to pour into the lives of others and you guys are witnessing the lives he was able to touch through wow. their books. Your your book is a silent ambassador to go around the world to share your message with as many people as possible. And I know Mark is like, oh, my gosh, no, I didn't do this, Desiree. I remember what I told you. No, you did, Mark. You wow. did. You believed in me when I could not believe in myself to give me the strength to believe in every author who has came on tonight, and now do you see what happened when you believe in one person? When you put people over profit, when you put people over your own financial gain, and that's what you did for me, Mark. You didn't charge me a dime. You said, Desiree, I believe in you. I don't know what you're assigned to, who you're assigned to, Mark. I never met these people when I talked to you, Mark. I met with them two years later. Two wow. years later, and you did not know that I was assigned for them at a time such as this. And, wow. Mark, thank you for pouring into my life to be able to pour into the lives of people. So if you're sitting here listening right now, make sure you're sharing this broadcast out. You know, make sure you're touching as many people as possible because, what Mark did not know, he saw me as one person, but he has a chance to witness right now wow. from their mouth of how many 
people they're reaching. You're reaching ex-felons. You're reaching, you're reaching your young girls who think they're trying to find their Prince Charming. You're reaching people who are MLM with networking. You're reaching people who were in depression with stepping out of the fog. Yeah. You're reaching people who are entrepreneurs who might not necessarily be in cosmetology, but they're veterans out of the right. army and they have hope to be in entrepreneurship. You're reaching people who are 19 years old, teenagers who might be teen moms. You know, and we think that we have to have this demographic. Right. We think it's a certain person, Mark, and it's not. And you can reach nope. millions of people by impacting one life that wow. impacts the lives of many. And we're doing it together, Mark, because we did it together with me, Mark. And I appreciate you for allowing this platform for them to share their life. Across the world, you heard it: wow. Los Angeles, California, Arkansas, mm. from from Florida, from Fayetteville, North Carolina, from Houston, Texas, Mark. And we haven't even touched the half. How in the world yeah. did you reach people in different states? And you're here in the land of Georgia. If you haven't hey. already, share this out with your friends and followers. <coughs> Call in, okay? Make sure you guys are calling in too as well. If you have any questions, comments. Or concerns at two six seven five two one zero one zero five. Come visit us here in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Microsoft Store, Lenox Mall, on November the fifth in Atlanta, Georgia. Miss Tanya, how do we get a hold of your book? At TanyaQuarterman.com. That's T-O-N-I-A Quarterman with a Q. dot com, and at Tanya Quarterman on social media. All right. Well, thanks for coming out. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. All right. Wow. What a call. You know, you got a tear coming to my eye, girl. You know. (laughs) (laughs) You got a tear. So I'm going to bring in Miss Crispin. Annette, how are you doing this evening? Hello. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing great. All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, what's going on, Sinetta? How are you? Hey, Hey, Ms. Desiree. I'm great. I am so proud of Sinetta. She talks about uh, the butterflies in my stomach. It's the title of her book. And it's about fear. You know, I, I like to think or heard at one time that there's only two types of fear. Fear of succeeding. Well, what if I have everything, you know, and, you know, what if I'm not able to handle it? And then the fear of failure. What if I'm not good enough? What if I fail? And all of these are illusions, but what she tells is how to embrace it and still move in your purpose. She's one of our authors of the month of September. She's also an AIB author in business where we leave no author is left behind. Whatever you start, make sure you finish it. Sonetta Crispin, please introduce yourself in the title of your book. Okay, so I am Sonetta Crispin. I reside in Nebraska with my husband and our two adult children, a grad student and a sophomore in college. And I am a founder of a nonprofit organization. I just recently founded my nonprofit organization called Butterflies in My Stomach. And I mentor young girls high school students um, 
and help them to break the grip of fear because I lived a lifetime of fear. I was one of those people who was just always admiring other people, admire how people can speak in public, admire how people can do this or that. I was also one of the ones who was afraid to raise my hand in class when I had a question because I just was afraid of everybody looking all eyes on me. And so I just kind of lived in silence. I lived um, watching my purpose just go past me, just living on the sidelines. And so finally I broke that grip, and there's a story behind it, and I tell it in my book. And so um, I just, once I broke that grip, I just was like, I'm ready to live now. I didn't waste it all these years, and I'm I'm not going to let another year go by living in fear, and I'm also going to help someone else because I know that I'm not the only one who lived in fear. I know there's a lot of young people and even older people who live in fear. So that is how I started my organization. That is why I started my organization, and then I wrote my book with the same name, Butterflies in My Stomach. Wow. Yeah, living in fear. That's something I know a lot of folk are doing, and they don't even know that they are. <laughs> You know, and I, and yeah, I think yeah. it's so yeah. I, I think it's so important because if we're going to change our lives, we have to realize what our fears are, and I guess we have to embrace them. You know, embrace our fears and uh, learn to live with them. And sometimes fears can, you know, give you power if you know how to use the energy properly. So that's all right. So I'm allowed to take you to write your book. Um, it took me exactly 30 days to write my book. Um, May wow. May 30th, I made a commitment to, to write 1,000 words a day for 30 days. And so for the month of June, I started and finished my book. Now, my whole life my whole life experience is wrote the book. I just put it on paper in 30 days. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Wow. Huh? Wow. Sometimes it takes people years to write their book. What what made you uh, decide to to have a commitment though? Like, what was that deciding factor of commitment? Um, my deciding factor was just the fact that Desiree, I had lived so long in fear, and once I like I said, once I broke that grip of fear, I was just ready. There's just no stopping me. And so the very first thing I did was I started a blog. And back in July of 2000, July 29, 2015. And so I just, that was my first step, taking that first step of putting myself out there to be criticized on social media and, you know, do the things I wanted to do. And so here we come around, July is coming around again in 2016. I now have a story to tell. I'm like, I want to share my story. My, my mentoring program had already gotten started. And so I wanted my book, I had a commitment for my book to be published by July 29th. That was the year anniversary of the very first step that I took in breaking that grip of fear. And my book doesn't tell you how to, it's not like 10 steps of how to get rid of fear because we will never get rid of fear. There's going to always be right. some false illusions lurking in the background. But it just explains how you should just look fear right in the face. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it paralyze you. You know, have confidence and just do what you're supposed to do. Wow. So what would be like one tip out of your book that will help somebody in fear. Like you said, like, look, you know, I'm not telling you to get rid of it. I'm not going to tell you some magic potion or some steps that you can take to get rid of it. What can they, what is one tip that you can take out of your book that somebody can use it towards their life who might be a fear? 
one of the chapters in my book is called Don't Be Afraid of the Opinions of Others because I think that was one of the main things I was always afraid of more than anything. I was like, what would people say if I did this? What if people, you know, critic? I was just always afraid of critic. And they're not going to ever go away no matter how well we do or how bad we do. They're going to be there. So there's a chapter in my book that says don't be afraid of critics because there's somebody waiting on your story. There's somebody waiting for you to tell your story. You have far more people who are going to support you than you have than you will have people who's against you. Right. Wow. You got that right. You got that right. Wow. Right. So where can they get your book? My book is sold on Amazon, um, and it's also sold on my website. So if you go to Amazon, just type in Butterflies in My Stomach, Sonetta Crispin, or you can go to SonettaCrispin.com, or you can go to ButterfliesInMyStomach.com. If you go to ButterfliesInMyStomach.com or .org, it'll get you, it'll get you to there. It talks about my nonprofit, and you can buy my book off that site as well, ButterfliesInMyStomach.com. And you can also come to Atlanta, Georgia, the Microsoft Group Book Signing on November the 5th and get your copy signed by Senator Crispin. We invite you guys to come in. Make sure you get your free tickets at dleaspires.com forward slash AIB Atlanta. Mark, are you excited or what? I'm excited. This is crazy. (laughs) Thank you for allowing us to take over your show this Monday. No worries. It was worth it. So you got, <laughs> last but not least, Miss Kalila. Miss Kalila Wilborn. I used to get her name so wrong, but she was so kind to let me call her whatever I wanted to call her. Miss <laughs> Kalila Wilborn, she is dear to my heart. She is also a an instructor in our publishing our sessions, how to publish her book in 24 hours or less. You can publish your ebook, your printed book, and or your audio book too as well to reach as many people as possible uh, worldwide in 12 different countries. Kalila Wilborn is the author of Uber, Your Way to Success. She is an Uber driver. This is a person that has taken her experience and turned it into a book and now has turned it into a business. I am excited to announce the last but not least, one of our authors who are going to attend the Microsoft Group Book Signing here in Atlanta, Georgia, Miss Kalila Wilborn. How are you, Kalila? Hello, I'm doing great. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what it is that you do, and why did you decide to write this book? Okay, yeah, so I am... Um... My name, once again, is Camilla Wilborn, and I'm from New Jersey, and I am an author in business, an entrepreneur, and a speaker, and an ordained minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I decided to write this book because I always had the desire to write a to publish a book, okay? It's always been like this dream and something on my bucket list that one day I want to write a book, but I never really put... Um, never really put together a plan to actually accomplish this goal. It was more or less like a wish. So um, when the opportunity came for me, to, when I, saw, I actually um, saw Desiree on a, um, watching one of her periscopes, I found her on there. This was like one of the first times that I actually saw her. I hadn't been following her. I saw her the very first time, and she was talking about 
um, publishing books and um, making miracles happen. So I said, you know what, I'm going to take the leap of faith and I'm going to do this because it's something that I had always wanted to do. And, um, you know, I took the, the session and then, you know, all of a sudden my book came out. I hit number one on Amazon Hot New Releases before my book was actually even finished. So it's crazy how this all, all happened for me. But in regards to the book, um, it being Uber, Your Vehicle to Wealth, it is uh, really a driver's license for women to go out and produce wealth. Um, based on the scripture, Deuteronomy 8.18, it says, remember that the Lord your God, it is he who gives you the power to produce wealth. So I said, you know what? It's so many people out there struggling, um, living paycheck to paycheck, and we have the right, we have the authority, we have the power and the ability to create wealth. You know, so I said, I'm going to write this book, and it's going to be something to encourage people and motivate people to action. So, yeah, that's where it all came from. And, you know, my love for entrepreneurship, I use um, Uber as a, a metaphor to what it takes to be a, um, successful as an entrepreneur. So I have a deep passion for entrepreneurship, and, and I say that Uber is an opportunity to take what you earn from that and flip it into what it is that you really want to do. Whatever your desire is to build a business, something that you're really passionate about, that will give you some, some startup money. You know, so that's that's where the book came from. Mark, you know, hey, look, Mark, you know, if anybody is looking to find funds, you know, to start their business, you know, what Kalila is basically saying is that you have no excuse. If you can't find a job, my mom always said this to me, if you can't find a job, create one. Create one. (laughs) Yeah. That's what she did. Wow. That's right. And it's no, it's like I, I've been saying a, uh, very often that uh, the answer to a lot of people's prayers are sitting right out in their driveway. And, um, and one of the things that holds a lot of people back is fear. Fear. That's, I get that all the time. People right. ask, you know, saying, how, you know, asking questions about aren't you scared? Aren't you, you know, you're a woman? And, you know, I got it from outside people, people I don't even really know, and family as well. So um, it's like I'm not living my life in fear. It's an opportunity to provide supplemental income to, to fund what it is that I'm doing. I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own um, company that I launched with my mom. It's called MillionDollarMommy.tv. And there's some, it, it takes money to, um, to start a business, you know. And so I refuse to live my life in fear. So I said that's one of the topics that I talk about in the book is that you cannot live your life in fear. If so, a lot of your dreams will die. If you live in fear, you will not be able to accomplish your, your goals and your dreams. So I address that in the book and say you got to drive past the fear. Drive past it. It may try to stop you, but you're going to keep on driving past it. Wow. Outstanding. That's crazy, right? How can yeah, you write is. a book about Uber? Isn't that crazy? What Kalila didn't yeah. tell you was that because she written her book, Uber said, hey, look, we want to sponsor your book tour. Uber wow. is now looking at her and say, hey, we want to help you be successful in this book. When you are writing a book about your experience, you can get corporations to start looking at you to help 
further and to impact lives. You know, if you're thinking about, hey, look, I want to be an entrepreneur. Mark, you talk about it all the time. You want to work in business. You need credit and all this stuff. Well, you can use Uber as paying your credit off, right? Wow. Wow. Man, I learned a lot tonight, boy. Jeez. Right. (laughs) Yes, and it's like it's so, it's the entry into doing it. It's like, it's like you can hire yourself. You don't have to wait for somebody else to give you a job. Go hire yourself. I'm going to employ myself, and I'm going to use this to to, to do what fun or whatever, like mm. Desiree just said. You can use it, and it can be dedicated specifically for whatever it is that you want to do. If you have a dream to just travel, you can use that income that you make, and it can go straight into your travel savings account, and you can take a trip every month if that's your desire to travel the world. It's nothing stopping you. And if your desire is to launch a business, there's nothing stopping you. A lot of people use the excuse of not having money to do certain things. Then go hire yourself. Right. Hire yourself. That's what says it all the time. If you can't, um, if you, what what you say your mom say? If you can't find a job, then go create one. Right. And that's what we got to get back to as a society. A lot of people are waiting for somebody else to give them a job when they can go ahead and create their own. Yeah. So now yes. we got to get your book too. Mm-hmm. I hope some of these books are audio books. Cause I can't read all these books. I like listening to books. I hope some of these are audio books. Okay. <laughs> it's mine. It's not an audio book yet, but that is definitely one of the things that I'm going to um I'm going to be doing um yeah soon. So. All right. Yeah, but it's not, it's a very short read. I mean, you can really read it in, in one day if you want to sit right. down and just read it. You really can. It's a very short read, but it will motivate and inspire um, you to take action. Um, Because we don't have to live in poverty. We don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. We don't. The resources are all around us. And, um, you know, that's my desire with this book. My intention behind the book is to help people to know that they don't have to live in their situation of, if it's a situation of lack, it does not have to be. The resources wow. are, are all around you to come up, you know, and if building wealth is something you've always dreamed about, you have the power. Deuteron- like I said in the beginning, Deuteronomy 8.18 says that God, the Lord, your God, is the one who gives you the power to produce wealth. And so that means it, you have the power, it means you have the energy, you have the ability, you have the authority, you've been given a license by God. When you think about giving power, power means you have authority. You have the license to do something. So if that's your desire, then then go do it, you know? All right. All right. Well, how do we find your book? You find it um, by going. It's on Amazon. And okay. um, I created a bit.ly for it, a bit.ly link for it to make it easy for you to find it. So if you do bit, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Uber Wealth. Bit.ly.bit.ly forward slash Uber Wealth. And you'll find it on here, or you can just type in Amazon.com and type in Uber Your Vehicle to Wealth. And my name is Miss Kalila Wilborn. All right, Miss Kalila. Thank you for coming out tonight. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you on November 5th. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you. Bye bye. Now, Desiree, these are only half of the art. I mean, the artists. 
This <laughs> doesn't goodness. even have much. This is wow. like maybe a third of the authors who wow. wow. came on tonight who are going to okay. be there at the Microsoft mm-hmm. Store on November 5th at the Linux Party Mall, over man. Here. Party over here. So, so tell us once again how your harvest. Huh? Do you see? Do you see your harvest? Yeah, I see it now. I mean, uh, <laughs> wow. So, Crazy. tell us again how to get to this event. Tell us how to get to this event. You so know, can they can up. definitely. It's a free event. You know, we want you guys to come and to be impacted. It's one thing to hear their stories, why they've written the book, where they're coming from, but it's another thing to actually be in their presence. We're going to be at the Microsoft Store at the Linux Mall here in Atlanta, Georgia, on November the 5th. You can get your free tickets at dleeinspires.com forward slash AIB Atlanta. All right, Miss D. Lee, I thank you for coming out tonight. I thank you for bringing all your your, your tribe out. And uh, Thank you so much for having us. All right. So I look forward to seeing you on the 5th. You know, I'll be there a little, a little bit after 4 or 5, but I'm definitely coming. And i got to meet all these people now. <laughs> so. I can't wait. And I, and all I right. know they're excited to have you there, too. So thank you, Mark, for coming right. to the event. Um, in November here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I know everybody who's listening, they got a piece of everything. Um, right. You know, what I want to leave off with is is that it's never too late to become what you could have been. Oftentimes we go in our dark places and we think that it ends there. We think that our wish it could have with us, you know, will stop us from operating in our purpose or the people we're assigned to. But I want people who are listening right now that it's never too late to become what they could have been. And, you know, when you impact the lives of the people just who are around you, these are not people who, you know, I have this large audience, okay? These are people who just see me on live stream. These are people who... I, you know, became good friends with just on live stream. And when we focus on that, putting people before profits, you'll definitely become more profitable. And let's just change the world. I can't reach as many people, but I can reach people through Uber. I can there reach you go. people through the Viking. I can reach people there through Cat Soldier. I can right. reach people through XYZ, you know. And so right. let's just do what we can with what we have until we can do better, Mark. Thank you so All much right. again. All right. I'll talk to you later. Great show. You. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Well, I tell you what, people, uh, I don't know what else to say. We've heard it from Team Pregnancy Entrepreneurship, Keeping It Simple, Finding Your Viking, Know About Your Depression, Living in Fear. Driving license for women to produce wealth. Go hire yourself. Anyway, this is Mark Farham, Cat Builder Talk. Been a marathon show tonight, but it was well worth it. Go back and listen to it one by one. I'm going to break all these interviews out and publish them separately. But tomorrow, you should be about 10 minutes. You can go back and listen to this all again. Go to catbuildertalk.com and click on the link. It'll be live here in about 10 minutes. But I appreciate everyone, and I look forward to our next encounter.
Thank you for joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> 